The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. Our burn hits production. That's right. And we repping for the New York Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bound and astounded. Fishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season, yeah. arena full of fans, screaming out defense, playoff intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, Whoa. swishing through the net, yeah. the players take flight, flight. vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, head them with attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, about to take a ride, up to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. The Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Live from New York City and all across the country, it is the Bleed Blue Show presenting the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. I'm your boy, the host of the show, the infamous one, Knickerbocker Avenue, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, joined, as always, by my compadre, my Bleed Blue brother in crime, Steve Azul. How you doing, brother? The producer. <laughs> The producer, the editor, the director, he's kind of, he, he, he's really the guy in charge. I just kind of like take over for this so he can so yep. at least sit back and take a breather. No, you, 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 you're you the maestro, you're the orchestrator, you're Beethoven, Mozart. You, you lead us into the conversation and we got live with us, Don with us, Coach Chris with us. So Nick's talk, rest of the NBA, we probably extend this thing to, you know, 70 minutes, an extra 10 minutes so we can get to the rest of the NBA. We'll start with the Knicks. Uh, I definitely got some thoughts and questions when, when we get the guys on and we lead off of me and we'll have some fun, man. Look forward to the talk. Well, I oh, okay. But, um, oh, by the way, before oh, I, 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 real quick, real quick, real quick. I said it tweeted you and Dom earlier today. I think the Boston Celtics knew, like, I think they've been listening to us, man. I think um, <laughs> because who, who the, said uh, Yeah. What? Nobody was on there talking about what I was talking. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get into it with, a, with the Tillman thing, man. If the, I swear to God, Av, if the Celtics beat us in the playoffs and Tillman just beats us up, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. Um, yeah. I, 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 when I saw the trade happen and then I saw what, what you and Don been tweeting out, I'm like, damn it. Damn it, damn it. It's like, it's like they are listening to us, but then again – I think the I think a lot of people are listening to us. They should be like, like real closet real quick. But hey, I want to talk to you real quick before we bring on the guys. This is just me and you rapping yeah. because not only are we KGYR fans, we're also somewhat I don't know in the closet, out of the closet WWE fans. Can I ask you this question? Do you yeah, want sure. Cody? Yes or no? Do I want Cody to be the champion or something? Was that is that what you mean? Well, well, if, if any if any WWE fans around there, you, you know you, you know what happened on Friday night on SmackDown when The Rock returned and took, in a sense, took his place. I didn't see it. 
Okay, so The Rock essentially took Cody Rhodes' place as, you know, Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble for the second straight year. He pointed at Roman Reigns. He was going to challenge him. And then The Rock on Friday night essentially took his place. Um, You know, there's a lot of controversy. There's there's a huge social media uproar. Fans are booing the crap out of it. What's your take on it real quick? I I have no take. I didn't know about that. I did know about Cody winning the Rumble. I did see that, but I didn't know anything about The Rock taking Cody's place. So when you ask that... It was news to me, so I have to look into that after this show. Uh, so I'll, that's all I stand. So I, I didn't even know The Rock was back. I didn't even know The Rock was back. <laughs> I thought he was well, um, <laughs> doing something. He, you know, I see him all over the place. I didn't know he was back. All right, but, uh, all right well, stay, stay tuned for that. Um, we'll get uh, Steve Azul's uh, um, t- um, take on, on, on The Rock, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns debacle for WrestleMania 40. Um, just a quick for me, I want Cody. That's just it. I'm, I'll leave it at that. But let's bring on the guys. He paid his Dominic Donato, Donato DP, he uh, absolutely, and 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 that's and that's you know we'll we'll save that if we have time. Dominic Donato, Donato DP, on Twitter and Instagram. How you doing, brother? What's going on? Good evening, Jeff. I, I guess Steve is now the new Dr. Dre, <laughs> the producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, absolutely. Hey, Dom, have, and also, Dom, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to answer me what the fuck happened losing to Clemson, dog. What's up with that, man? Oh Ooh. shit! Unranked, beat a third C, three C. I mean, yeah. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unacceptable, Steve. Unacceptable. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I did not like it. I actually caught caught that, and I did not like that at all. I could, and I and I know you were. Like there are fumes coming out of your ears on that one, more so than the, 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 than what's going on with the Knicks. But let's let's yeah. keep the show rolling, Mister Live. How you doing, my brother? No, for, no, Christian Jersey. What's good? <laughs> no, Christian Jersey. Yo, what's good, y'all? You know, I'm saying, glad to be here. Outstanding, outstanding. Um, you said Coach Chris is, is with us. Yeah, Coach Chris is with us, man. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Coach Chris yeah, yeah. Yellow, how you doing? What's up, fellas, man? And, and just for the, to clarify, I'm riding with Cody, man. You just don't show up and get a WrestleMania match like that. Ooh, thank you. We got another one. We got another one. I got to look at this shit. I had no idea. I knew about the Rumble, but wow. Okay, I got to look at this. WWE, make it happen. The press conference is tomorrow, so um, we'll see what happens. Wow. And... <laughs> Yeah, dude, it, it, it's crazy. Who okay. else we got on the line? No, that's us. It's just, it's just five. Uh, we could uh, go ahead and lead it off. Yeah. So so far, we, so far we got a, so far we got a starting five going on. We will have the bench open for any other callers. If you want to join in, nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one is the number to call. Press the number one to be on the host queue, and we will get right to you as soon as we can. Um, but let's get things started. Because the last time that that we all convened at this table, this figurative virtual uh, roundtable of Knickerbocker Nation, the New York Knicks had just completed the month of January with you know with a great you know running the heels uh, at that point an eight game winning streak. They extended the winning streak to nine with a come from behind you know pretty pretty remarkable statement game against the Indiana Pacers, only to then Saturday night. Saturday after, yeah, Saturday night at Madison Square Garden, fall to LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Los Angeles Lakers, snapping that winning streak. But then, come back to last night, Tuesday, the, t- t- Tuesday night's game, the Knicks took care of business, 
leading by as many as 28 points against the Memphis Grizzlies until the Grizzlies made it interesting <laughs> at the very end, following also a, a, a supposed um, high sprain, um, high ankle sprain, mild high ankle sprain on Jalen Brunson and possibly Josh Hart. Um, I can only say that the Knicks, um, I, I, I wasn't completely upset that, you know, that we lost the game against the Lakers. I mean, obviously, you always want to have those kind of games, especially, a, you know, a team that's been reeling as much. But, hey, they may be hitting their stride just now. But, um, you know, we're 24 out. We're less than 12, what, 16, 16, 15 hours away from the NBA trade deadline. Um, the Knicks are supposedly, according to rumors, if you believe them, are active nope. on tra- in trade talks and, and, and oh, yeah, I know Steve. I think we 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 well know that you don't you like rumors. You hate them. We got Let's get to the facts. Let's get to the facts. Let's talk facts. All right. So 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 the fact is is that we know the Knicks have so have all these tradable assets. They have these deficiencies. You saw it in the Los Angeles Laker game where the Knicks couldn't score a bucket for seven minutes in the fourth quarter and and. The, the Lakers, all they really did was double-team the living bejesus, at least 35 different possessions, double-team Jalen Brunson, and force guys like Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo to beat you. That worked for the Lakers. The, the Grizzlies kind of emulated that a little bit, but to no avail. Now the Knicks, you know, Leon Rose is on the clock, in my opinion. Steve, real quick. Should they or shouldn't they make a trade? For what? Listen, make a trade for what? We we talked about this last week. Why make a move for what? Like, the roster is fine. It's just banged up pieces. Because if you're going to make a trade, you're going to have to give up something. There's nothing in this rotation I would, I would like to give up unless it's currently sitting on the bench eating up salary cap space. So the answer is no. Like, I, you already know who the person I want, and he's already on his way to Boston. So we're talking That's about Xavier Tillman for the Celtics. So um, I don't see a trade, and I and if we do trade for what? Like we got backups that that are insurance policies right now. Taj is on that ten day or the last part of that ten day, and then also uh, uh, McBride and, and, and uh, Flynn now with Jalen being brung, uh, kind of banged up late in that Memphis game. I was kind of worried, man. I'll say this and I'll pass it on to Mike because I know uh, I'll put the three minutes on for myself, but. I was looking at that Memphis game because that's the one game I could think of where Randall and Brunson did not play in the same game versus Memphis. The, the road game in Memphis, Randall was playing, but that was one of the ugliest wins, and I hated that the way we won. But then you look at the game the other night, last night, and without Randall, Brunson, I mean, they were up big, and they kind of, you know, Memphis couldn't miss. I don't know. It was weird. Like, they, they, they got a depleted roster, but they were making so many threes. They made, like, 23s or something like that. It was crazy. But the point I'm going to go with this, and I said that they both need Randall and Brunson, but I'm convinced, using the Memphis Grizzlies as a litmus test, they need Brunson more than Randall. It ain't the other way around. So um, Brunson, let's hopefully that he can stay as healthy as he can, because this thing goes as both of those go. But they, to me, you know, the roster can still stay afloat with Brunson without Randall, not the other way around. And I just wanted to leave it at that. Wanted to see if you guys thoughts on that, especially when you compare the both both the Memphis games where Randall played in Memphis and they struggled with a win where they kind of eased, they kind of dominated, but they kind of let off the gas. 
So, yeah, I, I got more to say, but I just want to put that on the plate, man. So no trade for me as of right now that I can think of. And I got some other thoughts from Ronald NBA later on, i.e. the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sure. So we'll talk about that. I'm, absolutely. But, but, but with that being said, I, I, I know you said you don't want to do a trade. If you were to look at the schedule going forward, the Knicks, schedule-wise, don't – I mean, they have a, a – I mean, their schedule is, is, is not as bad as others. They have right now the 13th strongest remaining schedule – I don't know what that means. That's all the middle of the pack. <laughs> Thirteen. That's half the league. It, 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 it is. It is. However, however, if 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 you figured that Brunson's going to miss at least one to two games, I don't think he'll miss tomorrow night's game against Dallas because I think he wants to. He he would really want that one. You know, to play against Luca. But if if you figure he's going to be missing games, you still know that that that, that, that you're not having Robinson until he won't be starting any on court activities until after the All Star break. You have Josh Hart, who's now also on, on, on the same lines as Jalen Brunson. You know Randall's not going to be ready till at least March, give or take, or you know late February. Wouldn't some kind of an addition like a Malcolm Brogdon, like a DeJounte Murray, like a Jordan Clarkson. I mean, I'll start uh, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Any of those guys. Wouldn't those guys. I'll leave this short, man. I'll leave this short, man. Here's my my short answer because I definitely want to hear everybody else speak. I'm not getting into the Donovan Mitchell. What if we get Donovan Mitchell talk? That's what it sounds like, and I understand fans like to have those thoughts. I don't have time to think about that. If it happens, we'll dissect it, or I'll get into it when it actually happens. I just don't want to dwell my time on Oh, what ifs and hypotheticals and all this other stuff. So I think we're okay as is. Um, and if you trade them, what are you going to give up? That's the piece I don't know. If you guys want to answer that, that's fine, man. I'm cool with the roster for what it is right now. I'm cool with it. I'm all right with it. Well, I'm, well, obviously, the, the, you know, the trading piece would be Evan Fournier's $18.9 million contract plus, you know, some draft capital. Um, and, and depending on the player, um, depending on which player we're actually going for, um, it will take, you know, a substantial amount of picks and probably a Quentin Grimes or something like that. But um, I, 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 I'm with you. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I don't really want to make a trade. I, I, really, I, really I really don't want to make a trade, but – if the trade does happen, I just hope that they don't get fleeced. But, Dom, I'm going to leave it to you because you, you've been hammering down the point forever that so far, Leon Rose, World Wide West, even when Scott Perry was here, they have yet to be fleeced in any kind of trade or any kind of deal, any kind of free agent signing. Everything has been so far copacetic for the New York Knicks. What say you, and what do you think about the, you know what the Knicks have done so far in this month of February? Played only three games, but what, what, it is what it is. The, the, the play has been average due to the injuries, and now we're looking at when is OG going to come back? You know, is he is he the new Cam Reddish, damaged goods? I, I pray not. But now we're looking at this a little differently from this injury to this injury, like. I mean, what are the doctors bumping heads? I don't, I don't get it. Again, that's not my, that's not my uh, wheelhouse. I'll say this on the trade scenario. My sources tell me that the sources don't know jack shit. As every year, when come trading <laughs> deadline, I look at it, I look at it Amen. this way, guys. If you, if you get a play, and I'm just going to go hypothetically to piss my boy Steve off. 
if you get hypothetical and you get a piece, one, what's it going to cost you? And I'm not just talking involving players, picks, and money. What is it going to cost you as far as gelling? How does it right. affect the other players on this team? Because right now, mm. with, with nothing else being said, guys, we get our players back. I agree with Steve about Brunson, but Brunson needs Randall. And it's becoming more apparent day after day. And it's really becoming more apparent and how much further we can go as we're seeing the development of Dante DiVincenzo. Now you add him, Brunson, and Randall. Now we might have a semi-little triple-head monster. But now you bring somebody else in. And this don't fit. Well, now it's too late, guys. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. You gave up player A. You gave up pick B. You gave up possibly money, whatever a case may be in a trade. Now you're scratching your head. There's an old saying, guys, and I say this all the time. Sometimes your best move is no move. Because Mm -hmm. I even look at this, guys. Let's say we run this gauntlet till the wheels fall off this year. We got a whole summer to parlay picks, uh, contracts, free agent market, uh, maybe a possible trade before the draft, whatever. We at least see the direction we're going in, guys. I've been saying this for a year and a half now. We see the direction we're going in. We see it's going in the right direction. That's, that's number one. And, again, you bring in Steve Azul and Dominic Donato in this mix, and now we're not what we used to be. Now we're going to keep saying it takes time to gel, and next thing you know, we're in the playoff. <laughs> you know, so I'm like Steve, forgive me for saying it, unless it's a surefire, surefire trade, where we could sit back and say, you know what, we only gave up X, Y, Z, and we got a good performance. I will say this, the Dante Murray thing sounds too good to be true, and it won't happen because whatever. He has what we'd be looking for. He has a good contract moving forward, and we'll have at least two years left to decide what we want to do with said player. But even that, I look at he wanted his way out of San Antonio he got to Atlanta, and now all of a sudden it's, eh, I mean, okay, we're going to blame Trey Young for the sun not shining in Atlanta, the coach, the, the hot dog vendor. I get it. But you got to kind of look at this guy, too, and say, hey, Steve, maybe he sort of kind of, he might, be the, he might not be the right fit. His, his contract, his talent, okay, that, that checks two boxes. But the most important box to me, guys, is the fit. And if you're not getting a fit, then we, we, we spun our wheels and we rolled the dice and shit. I hate to say we come up craps. Again, long story short, I'm content. You know, call me, you know, call me whatever. We're 15 games over 500, guys. I'm, I'm pretty content being 15 games over 500, missing four quality players, and we're playing good ball. We should have beat the Lakers. Yeah, I, I will say that. We should have beat the Lakers. If you look at the stats, we should have beat the Lakers. We had lulls here and there, but we still should have beat them. The numbers say we should have beat them. That's, um, that is absolutely true. I'm looking at the stat line, and the numbers heavily favor the Knicks. It was just late-game late execution, the fact that the Knicks couldn't buy a bucket for about six and a half to seven minutes in the fourth quarter, plus the double-teaming of Jalen Brunson, and just the rest of the offense not really producing – Anything. Um, and, and just look at the final score. The Lakers didn't do this no. by much. It, 
There's no there's no shame in losing to the Sippy no Cup champs, man. There's no shame in that, man. Oh, wow. Sippy, <laughs> <laughs> where's live? Sippy Cup live. <laughs> well, you know what? Might as well give him the intro. Mr. Live, Mr. No Crispy Jerseys himself. No, no fire away. Live, if you don't mind, man, we forgot to mention last week, man, how we saw the return of Frank Bricolati, man, in the Charlotte jersey. We didn't bring that up last week. Yeah, no, that was a mistake. That was a mistake because I I was watching the end of that game, and and Frank tried to holler at Brunson like they was old friends. Brunson gave him (laughs) the iceberg. Get out of here with your with your your fake your Vinci shirt on. You know what I'm saying? And your son, he he gave that man four of the quickest fouls I ever seen in in in, in league history. You know what I'm saying? Frank couldn't hold a fucking ooh, excuse me, like you know, so Frank couldn't hold water in, in in a titanium cup. He's horrible. He's he's just he's just bad. But <laughs> and, 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 and you remember. remember Remember a time when when people were saying how much of a great defender he was going to be one? I mean, Jesus. Okay. Here, here, here it is, Ab, right? I, I, I liked his first year. I had hope for the brother, man. You know what I'm saying? But after that, as, as the third year came around and he, and he was averaging 22 points, 22 minutes a game and, 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 and gaining not a lick of – of, of talent ascending not a not an inch, I was like, this dude is a is a true definition of a bum. He hey, look, he got money. Take it back to France. Open up an E class shop. You know what I'm saying? Call it a career, my my guy. You know what I'm saying? You are done. You you are trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, you know, I, 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 you know, with with this with this trade deadline coming up in, in, in the state of the team, man, you really got to look at. Our standing, where we at, and and what's out there, it do, it it doesn't make sense to make these drastic moves. I, I, again, I think I think we have ascended this year on chemistry alone to 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 at least the Eastern Conference um contender at least. Okay, fully healthy this year. If we were to stay relatively healthy. This year, um, the sky's the limit. We might be in second place. You understand what I'm saying? So you got you really got to look at that and say, like, what what would you do to improve that? Right? You always want to look and, and and see if you can improve your team. But it's you have an ascending um um De Vincenzo who, who who looks like 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 you know um uh Trey Trey tra- um Clay Thompson like. You know what I'm saying? He's killing people right now. And he's keeping us, him and Brunson, you know what I'm saying, instead of him and Randall, are keeping us afloat right now. So, you know, again, uh, Robinson is coming back. Um, they just reported OG with with, with, uh, L, with bone spurs in his, L, in his elbow. So we, we don't know what, what, what that is. But, again, we are still ahead of the game. Why would you risk flexibility in your cap? Um, assets, even even acquiring more young talent to make a a move that we already see from afar in Dejounte. Let's just take that one for instance. Why would we do that 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 move when 
we already see what's happening with, with, with that situation. Him at the two guard is not what, what's supposed to be happening. He's eating for all intents and purposes, he's a lead guard. So leave him there. Right? You understand what I'm saying? We don't have to. And then you gotta also you gotta also understand if we get somebody, right, how how much trust will will will, will Thibodeau have in that person? You understand what I'm saying? Because we already see, you know what I'm saying? He he everybody got the quick sandman hook. You know what I'm saying? Even in these in these what's it called? There was there was almost there was four players that that played forty some odd minutes that game. You know what I'm saying? And we had a whole full of Gatorade passes. So the whole bench will. So so my whole thing is let's 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 make a lateral move. They I, I look at them. They they looking at Burke. Let's go get Burke. Burke is familiar with the uh, uh, system. Thibodeau trusts that man. Let's go get him because um, he's not playing anybody. He's going to he's going to get charged from the projects and and giving him minutes over some of the people that've been on that bench. You know what I'm saying? But way way before that. So I, you know this. I'm not looking for 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 them to do nothing. I'm not I'm not even hyped. There's and, and and again as far as looking at the at the league, there's nobody who I'm really up and hype about them getting. You know, going back to what Don just said, you know what I'm saying? If we get a Jalen Green, where's Jalen Green gonna play at? How how, how would him chucking mess with the with the chemistry uh, of this team? How could we acclimate him and 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 his ball handling and, and his ISO game to the, to this team? Maybe seamless, maybe not. It again, it's 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 not a it's not a foreseeable certainty that that. Any of that um, makes us better. I, I, you know, I would like to see them maybe look at Brogdon, but aside Brogdon and and uh, Burke, I'm not looking for nobody. <laughs> really, I'm not looking for them to, to 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 see nobody. You know what I'm saying? Not even so. And, and you know, the Cavs is not is not um letting Mitchell go right now. They they are arguably um are having the same kind of miraculous season we having. So. You know that man might might love it in Cleveland after the season. So you know, so there's no guarantee that if we get Dejounte that that we can make that trade for him. You know, so I don't I don't think we should we we should kill ourselves because we are we we right now with without our uh, without three of the starters we are we are uh, Eastern Conference contenders right now. We we can contend. Well, no, nah, I mean. It's not. You know, if we go go into the playoffs with this squad, right? Hold like, up. As is. Hold up, live, because you brought up a point. You brought up Alec Burks' name. Now, obviously, he would be a natural fit, but the yes, problem with, with 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 acquiring Alec Burks is that his contract. He only makes over ten million dollars, and trading him for Evan Fournier won't work because you would have to you, you um, the pistons would then have to add more salary in order for it to, you know for, for the contract to work now what's interesting which is, what's interesting is that you were asking you know what the Dejounte Murray work actually contractually he does now i now i understand you know we're talking about basketball fit but contractually speaking Dejounte fits better than Alec Burks does right now what say to you to that, and then we'll move on to Coach Chris. Yeah, nah, you just answered it contractually, right? <laughs> you know, it's it's all good contractually, but do, do, you know that man is 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 a is a is a better player with the ball in his hand than being a 
a, a, a stand standalone shooter while 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 uh, while while Brunson is, is is doing his thing, and especially when when Randall comes back. You know what I'm saying? I, I think as in a basketball fit, that man is gonna have the same problems he's having at the in the Hawks now. All right, fair enough. Which I agree with you. I agree with you one thousand percent. I I don't think that he makes the most basketball sense, but contractually speaking, he yeah, does. Indeed. Uh, he, yes, he, sir. He, yes, sir. He, he actually makes the most sense. Um, I but agree. Coach Chris, I agree. Coach Coach Chris, what do you have to say about that? And you know, and, and are there any takeaways from the Laker and and, and the Laker loss and, and the Grizzly win that you saw from a coaching perspective? So. I'm going to stick with my same gripe for the past three weeks where we need a backup point guard. And the only reason I say that is because McBride hasn't been touching the floor. So, obviously, Thibodeau doesn't have a ton of confidence in him. When we watched that Lakers game, he was getting double team. He was getting triple team. No matter where he went on the floor, there was eyes on him all the time. If you had a second ball handler, a second distributor, a second person that knows how to just kind of run the offense, which I put trust in DiVincenzo and Hart as well, but they're not point guards. If you had another guy out there to kind of free up Brunson and kind of just allow him to, to come off of a screen or two or, or just have somebody else just run the offense for at least two minutes or something, I think it would have given him a breather, have him save some of his energy, because that man was exhausted by the end of that Lakers game. He, uh-huh. he was done. He, he uh-huh. had a good night's sleep. It didn't uh-huh. matter where he went. Once that fourth quarter started, it didn't matter where he was on the floor. The defense was rotating specifically for him. Everybody had eyes on him. And then we couldn't make a shot. And with him being double teamed and them forcing the ball out of his hands, you saw how bad some of the decisions these other guys made. They weren't able to get themselves good shots, and they weren't able to get their teammates good shots. And that's why I think a guy like maybe, you know, I don't want a big name. Somebody like a Tyus Jones or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DeLon Wright. You know, somebody mm-hmm. like that. Don't don't get don't get the new Frank and Tequila with, with Killian Hayes or nothing like that. But but one of these one of these vets who's been there before, who's been around to just help your your offense to just run a little bit smoother, I think that would have helped Brunson and would have helped the team in a game like what we saw. And then now, right now, with this whole ankle injury, excuse me, I don't think Brunson's going to be out for this Dallas game just because it's Dallas. Had it been anybody else, I think he was sitting out. But, you know, I don't know how bad his ankle injury is. I know he's still young, so he'll bounce back pretty quickly. But we don't want to keep putting this, you know, don't force this man to be on the floor and, and risk further injury after he's just made his first all-star game. He's killing right now. Don't overdo it. Get somebody else out there, fit, help him finish the game, and, and just kind of relieve the pressure on him a little bit. And then you'll see guys like Hart and DiVincenzo, and he, let's say Grimes is out there, whoever, just to make a better decision. You, you'll see the confidence in these guys grow. Because, man, I swore it almost seemed like there was some panic in their eyes in that Lakers game on Saturday night. It, just terrible shots, terrible decisions, turnovers. It, it just it didn't look like our, our typical selves. Um, so I'm going to always stick with that. I'm going to stick with backup point guard as the only move we need to make. If we, if we can get a scoring center, that would help great. But I'm not going to go crazy and trying to get, you know, somebody a big name 
just stick with a guy that, that everybody knows but doesn't really care about. You know, I hate to say it like that, but, you know, one of those guys that we're all familiar with, but nobody's going to run out and buy his T-shirt or jersey. All right. Um, anybody has a follow-up question to, to Coach Chris, or, or do we go around for a second round? I like Tyus Jones. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know the numbers right offhand, but if you're talking about a, a steady backup point who's been around for a while and played uh, collegially with uh, Shashevsky and um, back up to John Morant, and then I think now in Washington, that that would be a move I would be okay with. But outside of that, like like uh, like Live said, uh, like a like I'm not I, you know I haven't really followed Alec Burks closely this season. I know what he was a couple of years ago when he was with us, but if he's okay, you know, not running the play, I think he'd still be a decent spot-up shooter, but I still have to go go back and watch some Alec Burks tape. But yeah, yeah, but I'm with that. Like, I don't think we need a trade, man. Why? Like, like I don't, I don't understand that. Well, Steve, I kind of agree a little bit with, with Coach Chris on, on the backup point guard situation because Deuce McBride, I mean, just listen to these numbers for the last five games. January 29th at Charlotte, he played 15 minutes, scored 11 points. At home against Utah, played 10 minutes, didn't even take a shot. Then against Indiana, played 29 minutes, 16 points, by far the best game of the stretch. Then against the Lakers, 20 minutes, 10 points, shot, you know, just under 40%. Then, of course, in last night's game against Memphis, 31 minutes, 12 points, Again, another you know subpar thirty five under thirty five percent shooting you know from the field. So in some way, McBride is being is still serviceable. But Coach Chris does raise a point that maybe a backup point guard is not a bad way to go. And I don't know, Chris, could you tell me who you have in mind? He just said Tyus Jones. Besides Tyus yeah, Jones, was, like... I, I, I just don't see that happening. The De- long West, but but I mean, uh, the long right. I'm sorry, the long right, the long right. Um, but yo, but it got add this fact. But you're everything you're saying is offense. You gotta forget McBride's defensive minded first. You can't right. miss that. So you can't but, throw, but unfortunately, just throw he's and numbers into the wind. You can't throw offensive numbers in the wind. You gotta look at the makeup of the player, what he represents. McBride is a totally different type of point guard. He's defensive minded. He's a guy who's going to get up in the opposing guard's chest. He's going to make you guys work. He's one of those guys. If you are lazy on in the inbound, he might sneak a steal and get a turnover. So he's he's serviceable in that aspect. So I don't I can't just throw that piece out knowing what he is. Right. I, and if you're going to go that route, it better be for something you're going to have to make up for that defense. Right. Can, can I, I, can I, throw something I real, completely real quick, agree. Real, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I go just want to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see, and this is the point that I, that I tried to make last week with, 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 uh, with, with Hart and, and Grimes. You understand what I'm saying? This, this is, I, I, I'm not even too sure that I want anybody else, because, not, um, because of our personnel. It's, it's about the coach having, having trust in that player. Right, right. Coach made a made a great a great point. You understand what I'm saying? It's like he he doesn't trust McBride. So if we get somebody, it's is he gonna is he gonna get play? He get, we have to go get somebody that's handpicked by 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 Coach Thibodeau because obviously because I, I I'm I'm a, I'm a um, Deuce fan. 
but and I I really think he needs to be out there and learn by by trial by fire to learn how to get out of these situations as a point guard the same way um, we did with uh with, with Quick. Okay, we he's not getting that chance, especially because this this uh, Thibodeau want to win. Now again, I'm 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 behind that that Thibodeau and and, and you know the criticism, but still it's. If we pick somebody up, like I said, Brunson, I mean, not Brunson, I'm sorry, Brogdon, right? How, 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 how would the chemistry be then? Because Deuce is not getting played. You know what I'm saying? If he's not traded yeah, in that situation. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, yeah he's finished. Yeah, probably, you know, yeah, why giving all that money? Minutes. Right, exactly. So, you know, my thing is, it's about, it's about Thibodeau trusting that player. Um, you know, aside from, from trade. Okay. So, well, listen, guys, I, I I agree with everybody making valid points. And I'm not saying McBride, Miles McBride should never touch the floor again. We could still right. use him with short-minute spurts, right? Three to three to five minutes, six-minute spurts. Put him on somebody like a – if we got to play like a Philadelphia, put him on Maxi, Or put him on Holiday if we got to play the Celtics. Or, or um, uh, what's right. his name from, from the Heat they just traded for? You know, put him on – get him in those spurts. Uh, 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 Rozier. Break this guy down. Yeah. Terry Rosier, yeah, thank you. Um, you know, put put them on these guys, get in they in they butt for like pause for like few minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, make their shots difficult. You, you know, disrupt their offense and get them back out, get All the right. offense back in there. Then come back in with the defense. Keep switching up. Keep these these other coaches guessing because a lot of these these other teams. Once the playoffs come, yeah, you're going you're going to cut it down to an eight man rotation. But sometimes you got to break out of that rotation every once in a while. Just just for spurts. <clears throat> excuse me. And somebody like, like, um, excuse me, like Jones is not going to turn the ball over. Cool, great. He may be a liability on defense a little bit. Right, won't be. Right, to bigger point guard, six six guy, crazy wingspan. He's been around. He he plays defense. He gets a lot of deflections. I don't know what his skills are like, but I know he's always been kind of in that in the top of that category. Somebody like that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say somebody like um, what's the kid from Utah? Uh, uh, Carson? Uh, and, no, he's talking about uh, Sexton, nah. Colin Sexton. Se- Colin Sexton, somebody like that. Either one of them, matter of fact. Thank you for bringing up Chris Dunn. Both of them, but they're a little erratic. They play great defense, but, man, I don't, I don't know it would take more than just half a season for them to fit in with us. If we want to do that at the beginning of next season, great. But I think this is just a too short of a span to try to get one of those two players. But I do think those two guys would be good additions for, for somebody like us. Um, but they're just erratic on the offensive end. And you need somebody that's going to be able to do both. That's why I said somebody like Jones, if he's going to – if Jones doesn't need to score, if he gets all these guys around him. you got Grimes, Hart, DiVincenzo, all these other guys around him, OG uh, yeah, Ananobi, these guys are going to make the shots for him. All he's got to do is sit back in cruise control and just make sure everybody's getting the right touches. That's why I just bring up somebody like that. But I'm not saying don't ever play McBride ever again. He needs to be out there. But right now, for what he's doing – I just don't see him contributing right now this season with what he's been doing these past few games. All right. No, All right. what do you think? So, co- oh, go ahead. Go hold ahead. on, hold on. Go I, I, I got to follow up okay. the coach. Because okay. he's so harping on the Tyus Jones thing. And, yeah, I like Tyus Jones. And statistically speaking, he's a little bit better than McBride. But relatively speaking, they're more or less the same player. They're both the same size. They both shoot, you know – they both don't need the ball that often. You, you know, they're both somewhat a defensive-minded person. So aren't you just trading apples for oranges in, 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 at that case? 
No. I'm trading inexperience for experience. Hmm. Okay. That's that's my my point of view. Yes, they are similar. And, and trust me, man. Anybody that plays for Bob Huggins, I'm with it. Because if you if you could take that man screaming at you for however many years, you can handle the NBA. That's nothing. So, Brian, I mean, um, McBride got the heart. He's not he's not soft. Just I need somebody with a little bit more experience if we're going to go run for it right now. And, you know, he is a former NCAA champion, so you're at Duke University. So I, I see your point. Dom, what are, you, what are your thoughts? I, I find what you all are saying a little confusing when it comes to McBride because somebody higher up in the food chain than us decided to give him an extension on his contract. Here's a guy playing, as as some would say, unfavorable minutes on the tips, but he's still averaging about 12 minutes a night, and he's shooting 44% from the field and from three-pointer. And he's shooting about 80%, 79% from the foul line. So you, you kind of hit it other than experience because what has Tyus Jones done since he's left Duke? I mean, no shade against Duke, but it's like you said, what are we trading, apples for apples or oranges for oranges? And and then you've got to look at, like Steve said, McBride brings something else that we're overlooking, hence the reason he's getting minutes on the Tibbs, because he plays what? Defense. Tibbs is a what? Defensive-minded coach. We don't know where Tyus Jones fits in. I'll be honest, guys, that's probably one team I don't concentrate a lot on with my lead cast. But I'm watching Deuce McBride. There's a shucker. I'm, I'm, I'm no, watching. Bad. I'm I feel the same way about Detroit, man. I feel the same about the Yeah, Christian, I mean, I'm watching, I'm, watching how McBride, I'm watching how McBride has actually stepped up and moved a little up the food chain since we got rid of uh, Quickly and Barry. I'm not saying he's the next Gail Goodrich or Walt Frazier, guys, but again, to Steve's point, He's bringing that other aspect. We can look at his 5.5 points a night, his 0.9 assists, but he's also a dog on defense. It's hard for somebody to tell me he's only 6'1", the way he plays defense. And I'll tell you what, guys, and let's just keep it a buck and let's be real, we're all Nick fans. When you see him knocking down them threes, you're like, where was this? And again, I just told you, he's shooting 44% from three-point land. But when I see him hit them threes, I'm like, shit, was was quickly, you know, holding this guy back quickly, his minutes, holding him back. Because I see him shooting, guys, good form, good height on the shot. And, again, he plays defense. So what are we trading or who are we bringing in to put a guy, we just gave a three-year extension on the bench, and this guy might be a rental. He, we don't know, again, going back to my first bout, we don't know if this guy's going to fit in, a Tyus Jones, a Malcolm Brogdon, or, or whoever. We know where McBride fits in. Good defense, can hit a shot, can run the floor, energetic. I mean, again, after your point, apples for apples, oranges for oranges, what are we – what's the upgrade? And, again, that would be some, like, funny egg on our face that we gave this guy a three-year extension to bring in a rental and sit him behind a rental, 
the way he's yeah. been playing since he's been put into the rotation, that'd be kind of – I thought we were beyond that, guys. You know, I thought, you know, we had our shit together. I'm not I'm not putting McBride on the bench or further down the bench for a two-month rental. No, I like the way he's moving. I like the way he's progressing. And this is what we want to see in our players, progression, upward mobility. We're going to throw all that away for another apple that might not even be with us in June. Mm-hmm. I'll, take a, I'll take a hard pass, man. I'll, I'll put my chips in McBride's basket. I'm with man. Right. Team Dom. I'm, I'm with Team Dom, man. I'm with Team Dom. All right, man. guys. <laughs> let's do, let's do a quick round two here because uh, I know Steve is dying to talk about the rest of the NBA. So quick round two. Let's look ahead at the, at the schedule ahead. The Knicks have four games before the next time we reconvene. They play tomorrow against Dallas at home. Then at home against Indiana. We're on the road for the first time in a while. Um, in Houston, and then the next time we convene, it will be a post game, live post game against the Orlando Magic in Orlando. Um, Steve, real quick, how you see us doing the, over the next four games? Uh, two and two will be a break just because of our situation. If we go two and two, that's a break. Um, three wins would be house money. No way we're going four and zero. So I, I, I'm okay with a split. Uh, by the time we come back next Wednesday. But I'm going to pitch this out there. Definitely want to get Dom live and Coach Chris's thoughts as far as the Cleveland Cavaliers, my guys. Wow. Um, I know we've been a hot team, and we talk about chemistry and gelling, but they've been doing it. They've quietly leapfrogged a lot of teams in the conference, man. I want to guys get your thoughts on that particular team. Uh, they've they've had a great January like we did. Uh, but to answer your question, Ab, I say two and two. I think these are some tough games just because of the injury situation. And then I'm looking at the rest of the conference. I'm like, wow, like what the Cavaliers have done against Orlando and uh, beating uh, Milwaukee twice. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. They had a good. They, uh, there was another night I was watching it. Um, they beat the Kings, man. That was a good game. They pulled away from them in the fourth quarter. And the Kings is a pretty solid team. So. Uh, I'm not saying you're threatened by them, but I'm just keeping an eye on them. I just wanted to guys get your thoughts on this year's Cleveland Cavaliers, who kind of been in a similar situation as us. Same roster, gelling, chemistry, same coach as long as we had Tibbs, JB Bickerstaff. I I think they've had quietly a a good season, despite the moves with Milwaukee did and Indiana's hoopla with Halliburton and then what the Knicks did with their run. But Cleveland's kind of – Went under the radar, if you ask me. So I'm gonna leave it at that. I lay my plane right there. You well, think? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm thinking the Knicks will go three and one, uh, I'm, and four and zero will be house money for me. Um, and, and to your point on the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm looking at the game. I'm looking at their month of January um, and the remainder of February. They're getting the benefit. Aside from those Milwaukee games, and you know, and, and, and a couple other games here and there, they've had a, a, a benefit of having an easy schedule because I mean, they, they're walloping the, them the Grizzlies, the Spurs. I mean, the Kings was you know they're a tough team, but then they also uh, um, whooped them on the uh, on the Wizards a couple of times. Um, they played Milwaukee three times, so they had to. Have, you know, the fact that they you know they took two out of three is impressive in the month of January. But then after that, they had games against Brooklyn, Chicago, Atlanta, um, and, and, and I mean, the one game I think that you know that really impressed me about them was to win over the Clippers. Aside from that, 
you know, they've had the benefit of having an easy schedule. I, I, I like to see how they're going to do in the month of Mar- in the month of March when when their schedule gets a little bit tougher. But I think that they're going to come back to earth eventually. But Dom, the next schedule, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the rest of the NBA. What are your thoughts? Knicks two and two. Believe it or not, guys, the Knicks and the Cavaliers are the only two teams in the Eastern Conference holding opponents under 110 points. Here's the caveat with Cleveland. They're 15 and 8 on the road, and they happen to get healthy at the time we became unhealthy. And they're still mm-hmm. only a game ahead of us, guys. Let's, mm-hmm. let's keep it a buck, guys. We got to pump our brakes, like somebody said earlier. We're missing three, start- three starters, a bench player. We're 15 games over 500. We're a game out of the second seed. We're in the third seed, tied with Milwaukee. Who would have pitched this shit three months ago? With all that's going mm-hmm. wrong with us, guys, not mm-hmm. just from the start of the season. We have, mm-hmm. we have overcome obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. Hence the reason I keep saying, let's stand pat. Let's not go jumping into something we might not want to get into because I think somebody said Cleveland's going to come back to earth. It's the NBA, guys. Let's keep it a buck for us that watch the NBA and have league pass. This happens. Teams get hot. Teams go cold. We just got to get healthy. We can get hot, get cold. We have to get healthy. We have to get healthy. I'm hoping I'm going to go two weeks after the All-Star break, guys. If we don't have Randall and Ananobi back, if we don't have Randall back, I could say, okay, they're working on this shoulder, whatever the case may be, because it wasn't that bad of an injury. The Ananobi thing, guys, it's it's getting a little uh, – Head scratching. What, what the hell is actually wrong with this guy? You done gave us two different reports now. You know, what's the next yeah, report yeah. going to be? He's out for the season? Uh, come uh, on. I, no. I need to know a little. I need to know a little more. And guess what, guys? I'm going to land my plane as Steve will say with this. When we keep saying this and that, unless somebody out there is the new Nostradamus, who is going to tell me we expected to get this much out of pressure? That kid has been balling. He's sitting right in energy, defense. Here we go again, guys. Another Tibbs kind of kid. And he's making the best of his situation. Guys, if we didn't have him and we didn't have McBride giving us his minutes with all the injuries we had and Hartenstein balling, DiVincenzo shooting the lights out, we'd be in trouble, guys. So my thing is, and I'll stop. We get our players back. That's like landing somebody at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Us getting our own players back is getting pieces we needed without bartering shit, not giving up a draft pick, money, player. We'd all like to get rid of Fournier. I understand. But I'm not giving him up to bring somebody in I don't know, and I don't know what he's going to give us. Sorry. I'm, 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 I understand, Pat. And when we get healthy, like I used to say, Steve, in baseball, we go to the trade deadline in baseball, and we get three of our pitchers back. We're winning. We actually got something at the trade deadline without bartering nothing, and that's going to happen with the Knicks. Outstanding. I, I, I actually like like how that um, that that, up, um, that whole opinion works, and um, I agree with you. By the way, the next time the Knicks do play the Cleveland Cavaliers will be March third in Cleveland. March third, so we have a whole month, you know, to talk about this. And I'm pretty sure that Cleveland will will start to come back to earth right around that time frame. But that's neither here nor there. Missed alive. Next um, next four games: the Cleveland Cavaliers and the rest of the NBA. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, um, two and two. You know what I'm saying? And I, and that's for me. It's a. I'm sorry, guys, but it's it's a hopeful two and two, especially with um mm-hmm. me hoping and praying that that uh that they rest Brunson uh for the for the Dallas and and, and the Indiana game. You know what I'm saying? I, I I would rather caution on the side of of caution and and let that brother play his All Star game than to uh kind of overtax him with these next two games. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's an optimistic two and two, man. Um, the, the Cavaliers, I'm not, I, you know, again, I think you, you, you hit it best, Av, where, 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 you know, it says, you know, um, between um, their team chemistry improving this year and uh, a, 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 a benefit in schedule, you know, they looking real good, man. And, and again, I think – um, you, you know Mitchell is can be putting that MVP if you, you if you putting Brunson in the MVP talk if you whispering it so so Mitchell could be whispered in the same fashion you know he's playing a hell of a hell of a he's had a hell of a season this this, this year so um and, and again they they're just getting out they're just getting back healthy man so they they they've been they've been really a a, a, a fascinating look man um. I'm not worrying about them dudes though. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I love my team, and and um, if we can, if we can survive this, this you know, through to the All Star break, um, I think we'll, we'll, you know, with with OG, we'll, we'll get him back from Bone Spurs, hopefully, you know, and, and you know, even though Bone Spurs sound like surgery to me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you know, I'm hoping that that he could, he could weather that that storm, um. I you know I'm not too confident in in in, in Randall and I, and I really you know what I'm saying if you don't see you guys can answer this why if there's any word that 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 you possibly need surgery wouldn't it just be like safe to go well let me let me do that now so I could come in ready for next season right instead of waiting no. three weeks. Oh, no, oh, okay. no, 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 okay. you wait, you wait okay. that out. Wait that out, my guy. You wait that out. Surgery's a whole yeah, habit. The, no, no, the, 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 the majority of players, the, the history of players getting bone spurs and then um, going for surgery, um, the majority of them will always do it during the off season because you can play through it. Guys, and, and just so that you know, here are some of the most recent guys that, that have actually gone through this. Carmelo Anthony. Wes Matthews, Paul Pierce, and Joe Johnson. Even former Nick Bill Walker also went through an, uh, an elbow debridement midseason, but his recovery took longer, and he missed 23 games, which was a total of about 53 days. So that's the downside of trying to go into the midseason. You can play through it. You're going to be good. you're going to be playing with, with discomfort, but the problem is is that if you offer surgery in the middle of the season. That's how much time you can you can possibly miss, if not more, depending on how um, NBA doctors have been, um, you know, trying to protect their investments. So that's right. I don't know right. how, how you want to go with that. Yeah, nah, that's what's up. Yeah, nah, that answered my question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it would have been a better look to go. Okay, let's. Well, and, and you know, truthfully, I was talking about Randall more than than, than OG. You know what I'm saying? Because, um. Like you taking you taking that three weeks to evaluate what you gonna do. It's like like it's like like we gonna wait three weeks to see where we at, and then you know if we if we gotta operate, we gonna operate then. I'm like you gonna take three weeks to do that. So 
I mean, that's just, you know, that's just, that's just me hope, hoping that, 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 uh, he'll be able to play, man. You know, um, you know, I, I definitely want to, want to, want to have, have a good playoff run, a, 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 a great playoff run, actually. So yeah, thanks. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, on on that note, and I, and I apologize for this, but you know, Julius Randle's shoulder injury, I've actually had a similar in- injury like that. And instead of me mm-hmm. opting for surgery, I actually, because, mm-hmm. you know, I was, in the, I was in the Marine Corps, and, and Dom can attest to this, you know, you rub some dirt on it, you pop it yourself, rub some dirt on it, and you just move on, suck it up and move right. on. And right. I, was, I was in pain for the next five weeks, um, no lie. But then after the fifth week, I barely, I barely felt anything, and I was able to have full range of motion again. Now each shoulder injury is different, but uh-huh. from what, I, from my, from my perspective, Julius Randle's um, elbows. And I'm, I'm no doctor. I'm not, I'm not a qualified physician or anything. But from my history, my personal experience, and and other people that I know that have had you know similar um, injuries like this, mm-hmm. he'll be back by March. I think that he'll, you'll start seeing Julius Randle talks, you know, being you know introduced back into the lineup. Right around March, so forget you know uh, up to the All Star break. Forget after the All Star break. I think that by March first is when you start to really start hearing Julius Randle is scheduled to return at such and such date. Mm. So okay. but uh-huh. that's neither here nor there. Um, Coach Chris, your your thoughts on on, on the upcoming schedule? How we're going to close up the All Star break, and um, you know what's your thoughts on the Cleveland Cavaliers? So looking at the schedule. I know we got Dallas next. I, I just want to put something out there first. Kyrie Irving needs to be drug tested after that crazy alley-oop he caught last night. I never Woo! in my life <laughs> saw Kyrie Irving ever do something Woo! like this. He's on that A-Rod's diet right now, man. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. No way. He got up there. No yeah, way yeah, Kyrie got, got, got them knees like that. He got up there. He got up there. Yo. I was like, at first I thought it was Tim Hardaway Jr. I said, wait a minute. That was Kyrie. Yeah, you know, and actually, yeah, Coach, I, I thought they superimposed that, that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like really, I didn't, I was like, yo, that shouldn't have been Kyrie. He got up. Yo, never my, I never saw Kyrie do nothing like that. Now, drug test that man right now. Make sure he's out for that next game. So, what I want, what I want to say Dallas is playing really well right now. Um, and I think Indiana, we beat them last game. I think they're out for revenge. They're going to see this whole yeah. – we might even just just rest Brunson. Don't overdo it. Don't, yeah. don't play him against Indiana. Yeah. We beat them. Yeah. Let, let, give him that game. So, with that, I'm not really worried about the Rockets. They impose on themselves. They They – Managed to lose their own games. You don't really got to. You just got to show up against them. Orlando's a little bit tougher, but I, I'm still not convinced that they can beat us with what we're doing. They had they had a nice little run, like you know, 15, 20 game stretch early in the season. But I say two and two to go with that. Um, yeah, the Cavaliers. It's cute. The little story they got going on. It's nice. You know, mid season the way they're playing. But like we said before, everybody has a similar run. This is the NBA, right? Everybody goes on win streaks. Everybody goes on losing streaks. This was their win streak. I expect them to lose 8 out of 12 now. Um, but 
you know, they, they're going to try to overdo it. They're going to try to force. They're going to bring Mobley in. They're going to try to overdo it with him. They're going to bring all these other guys in. Darius Garland's back. They're going to overplay him with the minutes. Go ahead. Do what y'all got to do, man. Um, but I don't, I don't expect too much out of them. It, it, it's cool. I, I feel uh, they deserve to win games after LeBron keeps playing with their hearts. I'm going there. I'm coming back. I'm leaving. I'm coming back. I'm leaving. Yo, just they've been through enough heartache. Let them win a couple games, cool. But um, I'm not overly concerned. All right, all right. Um, Follow-up question to that. Because you mentioned about sitting Brunson. Wouldn't it make sense if the Knicks, if, if you were Coach Thibodeau right now, wouldn't, wouldn't you play Jalen Brunson the last two games here at home and then rest them on the road trip? That really depends on that ankle situation. Um, all right. I'm, I'm not going to overdo it with this man, especially a guard with an ankle. That's that's a touchy situation. Um, this is when you need them team physicians to kind of give you advice and, as to what they would do. I'm not going to overdo it. You know, it's like these games. What if like, hypothetically, if we lost four games, how bad would it be? Were we drop down to third place? I mean, we're in third place. We drop down to fourth place. I mean, like I said, yeah. I think the Cavaliers are going to start going on their losing streak anyway. So we need. Long term, we need well-rested players. I'm not going to risk him overdoing it and, and messing up the ankle any more than what he is, especially considering how valuable he is to what we're doing right now. Absolutely. All right, guys, final round. We're going to talk about the NBA real quick. Um, everybody's going to talk about a different team, all right? No doubles. No doubling up on, on, this, on this one. So, Steve, you talk about your – Hold on, hold on. the Cavs. Go ahead. Why yeah, I was going to say. How about you assign uh, us a team to talk about? All right. You want me to pick them? I'll pick them. Yeah, let's let's do that. All right, Steve. My team for yeah, you. Let's put it, yeah, let's put that in our final four <laughs> right now. For this final round too, man. We gotta get it off, man. But go ahead. Uh, uh, the you, you see, the, the producer is is now wrapping me up, folks, and, and, and I, I just don't. Me being just a talent, just you, not you, very, you me, I'm not very me, happy about it. You can give me the team. Who's who's the team? Go ahead. All right. I'm going to give you the Los Angeles Lakers. Go. Uh, uh, I don't like their chances in the West. I think they're still a show of themselves. They have okay veteran talent. It's the same story every year with Anthony Davis, or year in and year out, because he doesn't play dominant game in and game out. If he did, we have a different discussion. I think LeBron is still a great player. I think Austin Reeves is a nice role player that they have, and then D'Angelo Russell has, actually has played pretty well. Uh, they kind of don't have a strong bench. I just don't think, I don't like their chances in the West with too many teams like OKC, Minnesota, and Denver, and Phoenix, the Clippers. Nah, hell no, not the Lakers. So, um, I mean, I guess they're uh, a first-round exit. Maybe you'll play a game, playing game, but a first-round exit. Uh, they might win a first-round. I mean, LeBron put a little greatness in it, but no no, no further than the second round is the Lakers, even though they are our sippy cup champs. But, no, they ain't going to pass the second round. Okay. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. And that's my final. Those, those are my final thoughts, too. All right. Outstanding. Dom, your team will be the Golden State Warriors. What do they do? What are we doing over there? <laughs> Why you give me that? They're going home. Yeah. <laughs> they make, they'll be lucky if they make a play, guys. They're giving up 118 points. They're scoring 118 points. 
they're right where they're supposed to be. And in all due fairness, maybe it's my undying love for Steve Kerr that I want them to do so bad. But hey, it is what it is. They're not even a player. I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they'll catch Utah, L.A., Dallas, New Orleans. I don't. I don't. It's just it's tough out there in the West. And guess what, guys? And this is my final thought. So anybody that gets the seventh, eighth seed in the play-in, they're going home in the first round because ain't man one of them going to beat the Clippers, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Denver. Mm -hmm. Whichever one of them groups be one and two, your seventh and eighth is going home. So it might be a good idea for Golden State to just stay home. I do feel sorry for Clay Thompson. He's like the guy that don't know his girlfriend left him, and he's having a (laughs) tough time. I I think he should just call it a day. Because it's it's not looking too good for him, man. Two bad injuries. Give the kid credit for coming back, but he's looking like a shell of himself, fellas. So God God bless the Warriors. I hope they turn out to be the fifteenth seed, but they ain't going to win, guys. <laughs> Thank you, the fellas. Fifteenth seed. Outstanding. Outstanding. Mr. Live. I'm gonna hit yeah. you. I, I'm gonna take you out. I'm gonna take you out of the West. I'm gonna bring you back east. I'm gonna give you the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. What are, what do we do with Embiid? Um, and and ascending Maxi, a a a a a true to life, uh, uh, casualty in in Embiid. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I'm just, I I, I just don't want Embiid nowhere near any type of uh, superstar talk. We getting him, leave him, and his process. In Philly, you understand what I'm saying? That's that's what it is. Matt Maxie looks so good, so so great. He dropped 50 um, the other night, so um, I'm happy for that man. You know what I'm saying? Him and him and Quick remind me of each other. Um, and and and, and truthfully, um, I gotta you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say pause on this man. I gotta think for Tobias Harris, man. If he wasn't if he if his age wasn't there, man, I I would wouldn't mind him in in that off the bench. Um, three spot. You understand? So, um, uh, other than that, man, I'm I'm looking forward to 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 the uh, to the deadline. You know, we we I, I would love a, a a a backup point guard that 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 Thibodeau is going to play, and definitely some uh, a three and D guy um, for for the bench. So, um, with that, I'm gonna say sayonara. No no new crispy jerseys. Um, let me see that Mucci Norris. That 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 Lavar Postel or or nothing, you know. What I'm saying? All right, um, y'all y'all be good, man. Outstanding, outstanding, right. Mr. Live, Coach Chris, your team that you, that you have to talk about is the Sacramento Kings. Will they catch mm. up with with that four car pile up on top of the West? Man, Sacramento is probably a six seed, which will lead them to have a first-round exit. Um, I think they had their story last year. I think everybody was put on notice. Everyone started to recognize what they've done. I think Mike Brown got a ton of credit for what he's capable of doing, uh, which we all kind of knew, but it made it official. Um, De'Aaron Fox doesn't look as good as he did last year. Uh, Sabonis looks like he slowed down a little bit. They look a little frustrated. They look a little confused on the defensive end. Um, I think they they put a lot of pressure on themselves going into this season. I think they had a lot of high expectations. 
and they're not living up to that. And right now you're starting to see that they are just kind of a shell of what they were last year. Uh, I, I think they'll give a good fight in the playoffs, but I don't think they're making the top four seed. Um, the, the West is crazy right now. And with these top, you know, Clippers and, and Nuggets, man, I don't see who's going to be either of them teams. I think that's going to be the Western Conference Finals. So even if they did make a four seed, they still not beating either of those teams. Um, but good luck to them. I think I think they have a solid little core with these young guys. They need – I haven't watched a ton of their games, but they, they – um, excuse me, they need a lot of uh, – leadership on that team. De'Aaron Fox can't do it all. He's trying, but he can't do it all. All right. Thank you very much. I'm going to hey, uh, give myself... I was going to give you a team, but if you want to take it, go ahead. I'll give you a team. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a team. Give me a team. Suns. Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns. Um, right now, they're currently sitting... Um, they're tied with Sacramento for the fifth seed. Um, I think that... Um, I just don't like their roster. I I don't like how um, how that situation. I don't think that the players mesh well. I don't see how Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, the fact that they haven't played that much, that many games together, and their their inability to stay healthy and and, and stay and stay consistent, they're not making it out of the West. If anything, I think that they're actually. They're overachieving right now, and I feel like they're going to end up, um, 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 you know, falling into the into the play-in. And you know, they'll make a run because you know, fortunately for them, there are a lot of teams below them that are worse. You know, i.e., the Lakers, the Jazz, the Mavericks, and the Pelicans, and, and everybody beneath them. But the reality is, is that that team is not constructed well. I think that they need to figure a way to separate that three-headed monster. Um, the, the best time to do it is probably in the offseason. Um, probably, you know, trade one of those big three big three players, preferably Bradley Veal for them, and see if they can get draft picks. But, uh, but I just don't see anybody taking on that enormous contract for him, considering that he, has, that he is as injury-prone as he has been, considering that he's inconsistent as he has been, and he's just not worth the money. That's just personally my opinion. The Phoenix Suns, I was going to pick the Chicago Bulls, um, and I was going to just say um, they, they're kind of in the same boat. You're not going anywhere. Start accumulating some assets for yourself. Alex Caruso and DeMar DeRozan are, you know, can get you easy uh, three first-round picks from any team. You can divide them up, get, do something with them. With the Zach Levine uh, injury and you're losing it for the season, it makes no sense to keep them. But that's my take on those two teams. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining in with us. Um, wherever you are, however you're listening to us, if you're listening to our Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, your sister ads, Blog Talk Radio, wherever you're listening to, thank you very much. We, we surely appreciate it. For Mr. Steve Azul, Denardo DP, Dominic Denardo, for Mr. Live, Coach Chris, and everybody on the Knickerbocker Nation, thank you very much. We'll see you next week when the Knicks close out the first half into the All-Star break against Orlando um, next Wednesday night. Follow the following buzzer against Orlando. Uh, I'm your boy, Knickerbocker. I have that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Sangre Azul all day, every day. Knickerbocker has signs out. Good night, everybody. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like six. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's six. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
Bleep loop, bleep loop, bleep loop, bleep loop, bleep loop. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.